All right, you bunch of yahoos, strap yourselves in for another episode of Dan and Don's Toxic Masculinity. In other words, shut up, sit up, and pay attention. Welcome back to another episode of Toxic Masculinity. Normally, I would ha- be introducing that other dashingly handsome mustache man, Don the Predator Fry, but Don is a little under the weather. But as the cliche goes, the show must go on and fill it in for the Predator we have Tony Martinez. Tony is normally behind the camera, but he has come out of of seclusion to sit in and make sure that the show indeed goes on. And besides, he has a mustache and a goatee, so he is good to go. Our guest today is Harrison Rogers, and this coming up, it will be the Freedom Fight number two, and we are here to simply find out more about what the Freedom Fight is all about and learn more about Harrison Rogers. Guys, had I had known, I would have grown it out, darn it. I well, didn't... Yeah, we're going we're gonna to start sending people. It's not November. Those paste-on mustaches just to slap them on here, okay? Thank you. Next time, I'll be a man. <laughs> <laughs> but... The fact that you're in Arizona, all three, well, I said you two are in Arizona right now. I, I, I'm there part-time a year. I'm up in Cody, Wyoming, as as uh, as we go. So please share with us what is Freedom Fight Night and what where the concept came from, what the purpose is behind it, and uh, just share with us here now. Thank you so much for the, yeah, for the time, because it, it's a kind of a weird story how we got here, but, uh, you know, I think it's important with um, with what's going on kind of in the world and definitely our country right now where um, you said you said it I'm from Arizona and born and raised here. I tried my hardest to mind my own business and stay in my little bubble and grow businesses and luckily I was able to uh, be pretty successful at it and own multiple businesses now that uh, part of what I do is venture capital private equity. And, you know, have been blissfully ignorant of, of politics and of, you know, government overreach until 2020, you know, oh, I had, you, a, mean, you mean there's something wrong with our government? Is that you're what you're right. trying to say here? <laughs> like I said, you know, taking the red pill, I almost wish I could go back and uh, be blissfully ignorant because that was a good life, you know, but I had front row seats to the 2020 uh, government overreach, which, sh- you know, I thought we were living in America and then all of a sudden they can tell us which businesses are essential, which ones aren't essential, which ones can stay open, which one can't, you know, which companies are too big to fail. And obviously the, the big companies killed it in 2020. And even the bandit that you get inoculated, vaxxed, double vaxxed, triple vaxxed, and, 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 and without nothing being proven and, uh, it's uh, no, I, I trust, trust me. I like what you're saying and I can't uh, agree with you more. It's just, uh, no. it's good to hear from different perspectives. I even like the fact that you got the American flag behind you. Look at that. Yes. Yes. No old glory. She's yes. Thank you guys. No, it's been, it's been a huge world win change mindset shift because uh, you know, in my different businesses, I have, over 500 employees. And so the government trying to tell me that I have to require them to get shots for them to continue to work and all these different things. And they're looking to me of being like, are you 
going to protect us from that. I mean, I'm all for if you choose to get a vaccination, you know, that's your right. Go get it. If you think it's safe, you've done your research, please do. I, who in the world uh, feels like they can, they can tell anybody to do anything in, in regards to their medical health. And so to then, you know, so anyway, it, it's been a right weird... not, to, not to get it if, as well. Yeah. I mean, and, 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 and if everybody else gets their a, a vaccination, why should I? We should all be good to go. I mean, it's my freedom of choice. I go, there's, there's a lot of people that are trying to come to our country because they look at all the freedoms that we have. So, yeah. And they're, and they're going away quickly. I am realizing, I mean, freedom of obviously the medical decisions of, of our own bodies, but of freedom of speech, I've had to build and, and invest in a whole social media platform just so that I can speak and not be censored and, and deplatformed. And so cloud hub is, is I, that's actually what we're going to be streaming our pay-per-view live for freedom fight night through, because I have a feeling that the more we grow, we're going to be uh, shut down. So we have some servers that are completely uh, impervious to Amazon, you know, server, Apple, uh, Google, all these people who, you know, we saw parlor come and go. It's like, how far do we have to build this parallel universe to be, uh, to be safe? So we're working on that, but going back to how we got there was, I was talking to so many of my business colleagues of, we had no idea where to even begin to hold these re representatives accountable. Like we're like, we don't remember in school learning about civics. We don't learn, we didn't, we don't remember government law, you know, what's the whole judicial system that can kind of keep checks and balances. And so we were just like furious that they're shutting us down and making us do all these crazy things that we didn't even know was legal, you know, constitutionally, but we didn't know how to combat that. And so we started a little group uh, to start educating ourselves with original, um, you know, laws and our founding fathers' whole ideology behind our, our constitution. And it just led in one thing to another where I jumped full in. I was in a little bit of a better situation financially and business-wise than some of my colleagues to be able to say, hey, I'm going to turn over some of the operations to some good controllers. And I'm going to get deep in this political world and figure out how to circle back and uh, help some of my friends who want to be involved, but they don't trust any establishment or super PAC or anybody to donate their hard-earned money to, but they want to put their money to work and, and fight back, but they just don't know where to start. So 2020, I jumped into a lot of different organizations to start, you know, when you're donating, people will let you in any door. So I just started donating and donating and donating and getting to know everybody and realizing how old school the conservative party is and undeveloped. And uh, I hate using the word progressive because that's not what they are either, but we haven't progressed either in so many sophisticated ways on nobody cares about cocktail parties anymore. You know, nobody wants to go wine and dine, um, middle America, the grassroots are what really need to get, you know, and Trump was great at that. Trump got the grassroots all energized. Carrie Lake is doing that, but it needs to not be, a, it needs to not be 
um, a show. It needs to be the way c- the party, the conservatives operate. Like, and the, and the way we do that is going to where that audience is. A middle America loves sports. But unfortunately, NBA, the NFL, all these big sporting places have fallen to the woke culture. Yeah. When and we don't like it when we see people, our, our, our hero players taking a knee. I mean, stuff we, like that. I mean, it, it, to me, it's like, again, I, I'm going to cut it for a moment here because it infuriates yeah, me. It's is because I go, you don't understand. I say that not you, but most people don't understand what that flag means. And, uh, you know, freedom is not free. Yeah. I mean, now they're going into our schools and talking about how we need to be drag queen proud and, and choose our genders. Um, well, oh, here, let me, I'll interrupt you here for a moment. Just to, I'll, I'll, but I'll be making a point here at the same time. How, how many women fights do you have on your freedom fight? Uh, we have three. Three. So, okay. My name, my legal name is Daniel. So if I was to grow up ponytails and I want to say, I'm going to change my name now to Danielle and I identify as being, you know, a a 27 year old girl now. I want to fight on the freedom fight. They would call you Leah Leah Thompson or what? what what's the swimmer's yeah. name? You don't. Oh, yeah, you yeah, don't yeah, even yeah. need yeah. ponytails, Dan. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you just have to. You just have. You just have to say that's what I am today. Yeah. Well, and I'm going to go make. I, I was just taking a little bit further, just for the uh, you know, paint the picture here. You know, no, we hey, no, it's it's illustrated. It's sad because yep. you don't even have to paint it. We have several actual examples. Of this happening, it's re- it's crazy. Yeah, you, you got that happening in swimming. You got to have that happening in powerlifting. You've, you've got it's 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 in MMA. There are trans MMA fighters, and that's what me and Frank talk about all the time with his daughter Bella going into the UFC or or in MMA. Now she's three and zero in her professional career. He, she is incredibly talented and skilled. Don't you dare throw a male born against females or against other females. She's very, I mean, she's probably one of the elite. Yep. You know, but you put her up against like Dan, call himself Danielle. No, no, no. You mean no, my counterpart, Danielle. Okay. Well, come on. She could show up this weekend and probably beat some of those girls on your card. Yeah. I mean, hopefully she doesn't, but <laughs> <laughs> hopefully uh, she chooses to be Dan this weekend. But yeah. <laughs> No, I know, but I, I, I'm getting up there years, so it's so scary. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> it, I mean, so a lot of these things that we're realizing with sports and entertainment, we're, we're losing the culture war because for some reason it is completely okay to be at an Eminem concert or an NBA game or an NFL game and talk about how much you hate America and how much you will, will kneel for the flag. But the second you get up and say, you know what, I uh, I think that some of this pandemic is a little bit on purpose, boom, or you know what, I love the country, I love the flag. When did that become a, a microaggression saying that you love the freaking American flag? It's it, And so I found, luckily I grew up passionate about MMA Um, And so this is kind of fun to say, I'm going to take the MMA world, which the audience is usually outspoken conservative. They love 
you know, they, that doesn't mean they're Republican. That doesn't mean they're whatever, but they are pro freedom. You know, they're like, I will sacrifice my comfort for the risk of injury for, I, I will sacrifice eating. I'll sacrifice a, a crap ton of workouts because I want to, I want to achieve victory. I want to, I want to challenge myself and, and receive the glory that comes from that. And fighters, you know, are not going to be told that, Hey, you need to give that belt to the same fighter over here because that's fair. That's equity. Um, when they weren't grinding at four in the morning, like you were. And so taking this, uh, taking this amazing sport and these fighters to then say to this audience, here's a little bit of education. Um, you know, we're not going to indoctrinate you, but we're going to let you know that here are some of the things that you can do to fight back against the government, hold your uh, representatives accountable while enjoying the, some good entertainment that they enjoy and knowing that they're their tickets, that their concessions, their, you know, whatever are going to a good cause. I thought it, it could just be a great win, win, win. And man, it sure was that way for the first event in Miami. And so now bringing it to Arizona, our second event is, is building up to be 10 times even bigger and better where we have names um, that are on both the political side and the MMA side. We got some heavyweights showing up to this thing and, it's kind of fun to watch it continue so, to grow. So, so ticket sales from your event, what do they go to? Uh, freedomfightnight.com. Pretty easy. Yeah. So, but like, what say, so people, you said that you donate or the money goes towards what, like towards what does that help out? What are you? So we, we really try to not be candidate pushy because that that's one, it's kind of difficult with uh pack laws and and committee laws and whatnot with donations we try to also be very um purposeful with our spending for education helping our individuals learn how they can become poll workers not just poll watchers we do need more poll watchers but how they can actually actually even make money working for a good cause which is much easier to raise a red flag when you're a poll worker than it is when you're a poll watcher because really your complaints and your investigation doesn't happen till after the fact and we learn what happens when things happen after the fact people forget okay. about it and they're like eh, I don't know, i'm a conspiracy theorist so teaching people how to become much more involved with the elections how they can hold their current representatives accountable in the primaries because the primaries are crazy important but people just kind of says well i'll wait till our party figures out who our candidate's going to be and then obviously i'll vote for them in the general and we'll cream them in the general well when that happens the establishment on both sides the establishment republicans the establishment democrats they are picking who the primary is going to be the who the who the candidate's going to be we need to make sure that we the people are putting the actual candidate into the general and, and and so educating these people from the very beginning letting them see what their past like hey we're not just gonna let the news educate us on what their background is right now we have you know karen robson or robson however people say it, carrie lake we have a few other candidates that aren't as uh ahead as those two <clears throat> you gotta do your due diligence and it's uncomfortable it's time consuming and that's why people haven't done it for so long but that's why we've gotten into this mess is just leaving politics to the politicians 
we can't do that anymore. And so our events go to funding more educate education events like summits and seminars and paying for people to be able to go to things like this where they want to be active. They want to take an active role, but they just don't know where to start. So that's where we want to be. So, so who was on, who's on this card? Then you said you have some big <laughs> that you have coming up on this card. If, if um, it, so it's kind of cool. We're actually, I don't know if I should announce this on, on this plot because we're, we're making a big announcement at the event on Friday where we're switching this whole bad boy up, but it's teams currently. And we have celebrity coaches versus celebrity coach. And then they have their fighters that can win the, the team award. But right now they don't all train so, together. So is it like a, a point system? The team that each, yes. each time they win, they get points and then accumulate for the team and there's going to be a winner. It's very much like the wrestling world in college, collegiate wrestling, like with points and with all these different things that is cool, but it doesn't really work until it goes big. And so we're actually going to go really big and actually make this into a league. We're opening up franchises now because we're not going to just be a um, political fundraiser forever. It just kind of started that way, mm -hmm. but we're now going to turn it in to a full league where people can become their own franchise, say in Seattle or Mesa and our, the league will give them a contract and pay them, or they will buy into us. Uh, you know, we're, we're working with a few different franchisees um, depending on if they have money to buy into it or if they buy us out through their, um, their events, profits and whatnot. But if you can get a team of fighters who, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be a mindset shift. How many people are on a team? It's going to be one of every weight class. Okay. So you'll have a bench. You'll need, you'll need people to be deep, but you'll need to offer salaries to these people so they can focus full time. But you want to be on a team like the Lakers want LeBron James to be on their team. Yeah. They're going to make more than you, but you at least could be on a championship team. And so the same with this team, it's like, look, I'm not going to be the UFC champion in this league, but I can make a good amount of money with a good team here and be able to put my whole life into it and not have to work a full-time job and then train and then hope one day to be the best. If you know that you're probably not going to beat John Jones, why not be on a great team, make good money, but then know that somebody on your team is making a lot more like a, say Conor McGregor, you want him on your team, but he's going to take, you know, a larger portion of the, of the take. Of I, don't the purse. You, I don't think you want him on your team. He's going to lose all the time. No. Yeah. Now, I mean, <laughs> but you know, because with the point system, you have to be, you have to be more team worried. You, you aren't going to just fight to not lose you know, like in a lot of yeah. fights, you, you just want to keep your record up. Um, so you, you fight to not lose with these, you want to get in there and get a knockout. You want to go in there and get a submission because each round you get less points. I mean, you know, it goes off of, um, ob obviously off of, uh, longevity, like the quicker the rounds are the higher, um, I have much better lingo with Frank Mir, how to explain so this. If you get like, if you get like a 
quick, like six second knockout, you're going to get more points. Yeah. You'll get like and 15 then, points. It's almost like doing like a trivia where a quick a trivia game where if you answer the question right away, you're going to get max points. The longer you take, you get less points as the fight goes on. Well, yep. it's, a way, it's also a way of just making the matches that much more exciting for the fans that come to watch her versus a long drawn out, if it's a 15 minute fight or maybe up to a 25 minute fight and you still have to go to scorecards because you just don't know, it's just so close. So, okay. Yeah. And it, it allows for that team atmosphere because just as much as you love following a fighter, I plan to own the Phoenix Suns one day. I don't know if you can see this, like whatever, but because I love growing and building teams. And what's cool about this is like, um, like it'd be really cool to be like, I support this team as a fan. Like, Oh, did you hear they're, they're trading Devin Booker for, you know, whoever, like I want fans to be able to do stuff like that with like a fantasy MMA league but this is going to take years to develop because it's really changing the whole dynamic of the so MMA. Are, are you starting some, so you said on Friday, you're dropping the news of this league's going to, how it's going to develop. Yep. Or, or is this already going to start? You already have a handful of teams. This is already going to happen. We do have a handful of teams that are very interested in being the first franchises, but a couple of them don't have as much cash or access to cash to buy into as a franchise. So we're working out different deals like, hey, you'll put on a couple of these fights. And if you win the purse, it will actually go towards buying out the, the, the franchise. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And, and so there's a way we're structuring with a couple of these different teams and franchises um, in, in a few different states. But what we're going to, um, what is it called? Announce or, or launch is that we're not going to just remain a political fundraising event. This is actually going to be a game-changing fight night. <laughs> so it'll go from freedom fight night to team fight night. Let's go back to the very first one. So the first one was just a regular fundraiser. Just regular fundraiser. You had a few matches, and then it was all just head to head. No team. It was yeah, like it, yep. But it was it's still a team versus team. It was uh, Tito Ortiz versus Rampage Jackson team. So they were the coaches of these teams and whoever's team one got the bonus, the $10,000 bonus where everybody got an extra thousand bucks. Oh, so they didn't actually Tito and rampage didn't fight or they didn't fight. They were were just the coaches of it. Okay. Yes. Yeah. It was just to be able to get some eyes on it, you know, get some name recognition, but now people are watching it because we had some killer fights on that card and actually two of them now are in the UFC which is great. We're, we're happy for them to, you know, progress in their career, but we want to, we want to keep that talent and we know we can't do that unless we're offering different types of benefits where if people are able to have a salary or a contract, keep them on to be able to focus on this. And I think we could potentially be a game changer. So who, so who are the coaches this on this one? So Tito won the last one. So Tito Ortiz is now versus Ryan Bader, who's in Arizona. Have you, you know, legend? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they actually fought in the UFC together. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of fun to have that kind of rematch. Okay, freedom, okay, so Freedom Fighter 2 is one that's coming up, and you said it's going to be right there in the uh, base Arizona, yes, right? Yep. Okay, so Freedom Fight 1 was held? In Miami. 
Florida. Oh, Miami. Okay, all right. Oh, that's well, definitely some good audiences for. How many total fights are on the card? We have three amateur and seven main card. Well, three amateur, and depending on how many, if we're worried that one might back out, and so then we would move it up. So potentially three amateur, potentially two, I mean. But right now, three and seven. That should be definitely an action-packed couple hours there. I mean, it's uh, now are these also if they're, they're live shows, but do you uh, allow internet pay-per-views on top of this? Yep. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, Clout Hub is our the social media platform that I've been investing in to be not censored. Yeah. And so they go if you go to freedomfightnight.com, you could buy in-person tickets or the live streaming version. Okay. Good. We'll have to look into this cloud hub. Maybe, yeah. Maybe we won't get censored as much. Yeah. I was right? we, we have, we've had a couple episodes already that I, I wondered just even on this one. <laughs> I know. If, if Big Brother's looking to go, well, fellows there, you might have to do a little time out here right now. Yeah. What yeah. Is, if you, I, if I start like talking, us? yeah. If I start talking about some of the stuff that I've been privy to over the last two years, guarantee they won't oh, play yeah. it. Yeah. But, but see, they'll simply say, you fellas have to take a time out. What a yeah. pussy way of doing it. I mean, in, in, in real America, if you're a real parent, you'll, you'll kick that kid's ass a little bit. All right. Yeah. You know, there's repercussions for your actions. You know, like, just like Mike Tyson says, you know, everyone's got a game play until they get punched in the face. Well, you could mouth out off you want to, but someone punches you in the face for, for your actions right there. Maybe uh, you might want to watch what you say to certain people. Maybe you'll act a little differently. Yeah. Yes. Like on the plane. Yes, exactly. I played. <laughs> I bet. I bet that guy's gonna act a little differently. Yeah, I, I bet he would. I think he learned a very valuable lesson that night. Yeah. I think he. I think he, Mike Tyson taught a lot of us a lesson we hadn't been taught in a long time, which is great. Yeah. I need that. Yeah, but I need to know they need to shut their mouth sometimes. What uh, What platform are you guys on? Um, I mean YouTube. Um, then just for, for video, but on, um, audio, you know, pretty much all the other platforms. And I mean, literally, uh, I don't know if you'll get censored just for me suggesting this, but you can edit this whole part out. If you want to look at cloud hub, there's monetization, there's everything there. And there is zero chance of you guys being censored. So, yeah, no, it's always worth hey, Look into <laughs> it. Sounds so again, good we're, we're, we're all about uh, the freedom of speech. We're all about, uh, you know, living the, the American way. And, uh, you know, what, whether you like it or not, just knowing that, uh, you know, this is, this is America. We, we, we believe in the Constitution and we like the we like our guns. And uh, yeah. the, whatever so, happened to, hey, I might not agree with what you're saying, but I'll defend it, it to the death for you to be able to say it. It's like, that's a thing of the past. What right. the heck? Yeah, no, it's uh, there's a lot of things that are well. Again, you can just talk about the schools themselves and what they're teaching and what they're not teaching. That uh, yeah, when I first went to school, prayer was still in, in part of for part of the program. Every morning, stand up and doing the pledge of allegiance was part of the program. So, yep. you know, e even in my own training facility, I have a training facility down in Coldwater, Michigan. Then uh, when I would always run my kids' classes, 
the very first thing they would all line up, you know, traditional martial arts, they all line on up, they would bow to me, and then uh, they would turn to their right, I turned to my left, and we do the Pledge of Allegiance. And for them to get their very first stripe on their white belt, they would have to be able to stand there by themselves and do the Pledge of Allegiance. And I had more parents that just loved that. They were like, we don't do that in our schools. I know, I said, but I said, this is my business. These are my rules. I am, I am your governor. You, you have your freedom to either bring your children here or not. Yep, exactly. Oh, guys, freaking love it. What, what do you, what's best from here? I know I've kind of caused you a lot of problems. <laughs> no, no, it's, I mean, it's nothing that we haven't said before or. No, yeah, yeah. We've, we've said things in different ways and we, we've sometimes we've got our little time out and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll take our chances right now, but, uh, but at the same token, uh, I think off the air, we'll, uh, we, we, we will like to follow up with you on some more additional things here, just so that uh, if, uh, if we really want to get into some other types of discussions, we want to know that we truly do have freedom of speech. Yep. Absolutely. I know you guys probably know this guy. <laughs> well, you know, he reminds Man. me of somebody here yeah. right now. I don't, do I have any? I, I swear he, he's, he's one of these presidents. Was he a former president of one of these bills here right now? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Tito, how are we doing? Doing great. We actually we were in uh, uh, Manchester together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, good to see you. Yeah, that was I, again. I, I was not a fan of that promoter. I mean, even though he was not there, I had uh, I had a lot of email email after email afterwards that uh, as I go uh, you know, I had the same situation myself and. Wipe my hands of it. I was like, all right, I'm out. <laughs> yep. As I said, I said, well, yeah, you, you need, you need me more than I need you. And as I go, that's, uh, you, it will never affect my life here whatsoever. I just keep moving along and I'll just leave the negativity alone. Yes. <laughs> Again, freedom of choice, freedom yeah, of doing things. Yes. Get that back. Jeez. Yeah. Well, Guys, love you so much. I can't wait. I mean, if I could ever be back on, you guys are a blast to talk with. Please know that I'd be uh, I'd be there in a heartbeat. Well, yeah, put, put, make put, it happen. Uh, put at least one, another plug here. Okay, people, people want to go watch the fight show. Where's it going to be at? If they want to buy some tickets, just get more information. Throw out some, uh, you know, some ways of, for people to get in contact. Thank you. Really, the easiest way is freedomfightnight.com. It's two options, uh, attend in, in person or watch uh, online through Cloud Hub. And uh, honestly, it's it we're making history right now. Like I, I the first event, we had no idea what to expect. We were just kind of like, you know, fundraising event. This is political. It's is it is it MMA? A lot of people were just like, what the hell are you doing? But it had so much success and, and excitement and people reaching out for the next one. So now we're doing this other one where it's already like 10 times better than the first one, which was great that we're like, okay, where else can we take this thing? And so, like I was telling you of the a big announcement that we're going to be making here pretty soon. And, you know, this is just the beginning. Is there any other, well, I mean, uh, if people want to come earlier, are there any other special speakers that will be doing uh, events at, at the same location, but then, uh, you know, they get like a little Q and a that they could, find out more ways of expressing their rights legally. And uh, yeah, 
Absolutely. I'm trying to I'm trying to speak a little bit of Morse code here right now, just yeah. in case Big Brother is listening yeah. in here right now. You know, no, I'm I'm reading it. I'm seeing the lights. I'm the, no, exactly. At, at least you kid. I, I I you know this guy that's in office. I think he goes by uh, uh, <laughs> Brandon. Uh, Brandon. Brandon. Yeah, yeah. I think he goes by Brandon now. Yeah. yeah. He or, he can't. He can't even read the damn teleprompter or motorcycle. Supposedly, oh. he also goes by Peter Pito oh, in, in Hunter's yeah, phone. Right. Yeah, that? yeah. That's what he wants his son to call him. Isn't that great? You, what, what? you can't make this up. I know. It yeah, yeah, just gets just, better uh, and better every day. Oh, yeah. But to answer your question, yes, if people wanted to come at 530 instead of 7, we have a whole uh, red carpet walkthrough with cocktail parties where – People not only can talk to Carrie Lake and Sheriff Mark Lamb, and um, I, I, my brain is blank. Like we have a lot of political clout that are showing up. Um, Linda McMahon, that, and honestly, a lot of people are. Sh I'm afraid to say this. Trump's you you, you edit this out. But Saturday we have the yeah. Trump rally yeah, up Trump there, and 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 Mark Lamb and Carrie are all speaking at it, and so it's very possible they're all going to be at our event. So nice. You know, that, that, that'd be game changing, but I don't want to, I don't market that because yeah. I hate under delivering and then being like, meh, meh. so it, it would just be an awesome over delivery if that happens. But then we have obviously all these legends uh, showing up that I, I say we have more um, star power in the MMA world than we do the political world. When last time we kind of had more political people than MMA. So we're kind of, going back and forth, but honestly, it's kind of working out because like I was telling you, 2023, we plan to not be so politically motivated or initiate initiative, but always have that message of freedom and people knowing that, Hey, this organization combats that like we kind of feel like the NBA and the NBA are so in bed with China that we kind of, I at least feel kind of like, okay, those organizations obviously stand for those values for, you know, freedom fight night slash team fight night as it grows and blows up. They're just going to know that this organization is just pro America is pro all like, they're like, okay, all their merchandise, all of their equipment, everything is made in America. It's just going to become known that it's not a political fundraiser. It is just an American league. And that's what uh, that's what we're going. Do, do you already have a tentative proposed uh, Freedom Fight Night three or or, or like a tentative date? I, I guess say a, a date location or so. Dan Dan's looking for a job. Just well, no, 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 no. What 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 I'm looking for is I would like to be able to attend one of these things as well for, for the all the things that that are happening prior to it because these are things that i'm interested in so Absolutely. That, that's what i'm looking for would, well we, we would love to come over there and see if we even set up a podcast and please be part of it it'd be great absolutely please do we do have a tentative freedom fight night three for october right before the generals the general election and that'll kind of be our our big political i don't want to say sunset but our transition from political to the the league but to go out with a bang we're tentatively thinking of this guy having his career mma destroying of of 
a local fighter, and I'll I'll say he's fine with it. I say it, but CB Dalloway as a local name, you know, because okay. he wants to get in there again too. He's he's been out I think two years, three years, just for some different things. And so having a another Arizona based because you know if he beats Ryan Bader again and on Friday this time as a coach, CB Dalloway is Ryan's you know forever. They're lovers. They're actually yeah. lovers. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan is, is married with kids and so forth. But no, that's wrestling people. about stuff like that. <laughs> and so I just think what a cool headliner that would be. Tito versus CB Dalloway. Uh, you know, Freedom Fight Night 3, October. We'll probably do like the Suns Arena, Footprint Center, something big. Wow. Because yep, not only. Guest announcer, Dan Severin. Yeah, well, oh, no, no, you guys did, are hearing this for the again. first time, so you guys are actually in some lucky information. Dropping, right? dropping yeah. this. We haven't said this to anyone at all. Yeah. So not only the announcers, but our commentators are top-notch. Like Frank, Frank Mir is our ongoing forever commentator. He's our Joe Rogan, you know. So, okay. um, yeah, but he also wants to have a fight, too, before his time is called. And I'm like, you guys, I don't know how you do it. Like, I'm 34, and I feel older than – like I get winded and I get injured just picking up my three-year-old and I'm like, I can only imagine if my three-year-old was throwing a fist at me, you know? I, so I respect the heck out of these guys. Yeah. It's crazy. Do you have just, just, just the one child, the one son? I have five. Oh, 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 oh yeah. You made that, that low week. That, okay. Yeah. Five, two, whatever. I made my count about five kids. Five. So what age ranges? Between 12 and two. So pretty much like every two years. Yeah. Well, again, I, I always say that. I, I have I get the ages right, but then they keep changing on me. So it's like I'm wrong again. I'm wrong again. I just sit you this act. How old are you now? Yeah, I just ask them. Yep, it's you have to. Five is a lot. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. I'll, I'll say for me the uh, the last one was a oops. Where, where did this one come from? Is I going? Uh, well, I just said that uh, Mama and I had a wrestle match. I pinned her and my trophy. Another a child. You know, boom. Yeah. <laughs> That was the move that you didn't teach a lot of your students. Uh, no, no, not that one. Either. No, no, no. <laughs> and that concludes another episode of Toxic Masculinity. Hopefully we weren't too masculine for our audience here this evening. If we happen to offend anybody here, well, you know, that's our prerogative here right now because we are men who still identify as being men. And uh, if uh, you don't like what we have to say, well, as we said before, we live in a free country. You have the choice to either watch us or not. Make that decision. Be intelligent. And that concludes another episode of Toxic Masculinity. Thank you for watching another episode of Dan and Don's Toxic Masculinity. You better like, subscribe, and share, or I'm going to come to your house.